2: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile.
3: Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on each and every week. And I have to tell you, I can't imagine my life in any other way. I just absolutely can't. I want to thank all of you that have helped us with our latest distribution and syndication. And please be patient with us, because I know you guys are calling in when the show's not on and you're leaving messages, and we are going to answer all of your messages, including when you call in for books. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. For supporting this show the way that you have. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Vasily, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by, and you have now called us the Vibe of Thrive. That's kind of cool in itself. The point is, this show, and always has been, this show is about helping each and every one of us live life full out. And so I get to talk to some of the most amazing people. People like my guest today, B.J. Gallagher, joining me here today, the book that B.J. has written, is, I think she wrote it for me. It's called, Why Don't I Do the Things I Know Are Good for Me? Why Don't I Do the Things I Know Are Good for Me? Boy, you know, I have asked that question to, a question to myself a million times, but this is a question that obviously uh, comes from the right person somebody that is both an inspirational author and a speaker. She writes business books. She educates. She empowers. She writes business of women's books. She has best-selling books, one of them that has sold over 300,000 copies, 21 languages, A Peacock in the Land of Penguins. And she's here today uh, after being so well-reviewed and so well-read She's been on CBS Evening New News. She's been on Fox, PBS, CNN. She's, she's been in the O oh, and the Oprah Magazine, Red Book, you name it. She's also been in the Seattle Post. So joining us here today, we're talking about a question that is so important to, I think, to every single one of us. And we're going to be giving away three copies of her book. And so make sure you all take note of this. I'm going to give you that special number that I mentioned that all of you are calling, and we're going to make sure it happens. BJ, thank you so much for joining us here today. I've I've been very, very, very eager to chat with you about this topic.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, now that you've read it, are are all your problems solved? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I got up this morning, and
3: I started to do everything that was good for me. You know? Uh, Yeah. Excuse me. I've got to be hit by lightning here in a minute. (laughs) Well, Well, I'll tell you what, 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 after I read it, I'll tell you what did change. What? I'll tell you what changed. What changed for me is for me to stop beating myself up about the things that I don't do.
1: If nothing else changes, that's worth it. Yeah. That's totally,
3: Totally. And everybody out there, I mean, this is a time where people... Are really looking for change. I mean, if we hear the, some people, I heard, I heard a talk show radio host the other day, I'm not going to mention any names, but you know, he went on to say, I don't agree with him, but he went on to say, if I, if I hear the word change one more time, I'm just going to vomit all over my microphone. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I wonder what kind of crust he's got around that, but then that's a whole nother show. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I want to ask you, look, all of us get up, we put on our shoes, and we decide what we're going to do that day. I want to ask you about your life. I want to ask you about what some of the obstacles and challenges you must have had to, to overcome to even be thinking about writing a book like
1: this. <laughs> well, and some of them I'm, I'm still in the process of, of working with, um, quite honestly. That the, uh, You know, it was William James who said many years ago that we, we teach best what we need to learn the most. And that's certainly true for me, that what inspired me to write this was I have struggled with every single one of the mm. issues in that book, and so I decided to share what I've learned that's worked and what I've learned that, that I'm still working on. You know, I'm, like everybody, I'm a work in progress. And so, um, but the one that you mentioned, I think, is, is, if it's not the most important, it's certainly one of the top Three or five most important things in the book, which is uh, beating ourselves up. That most of us are our own worst critics. We we walk around with this, you know, judge, jury, and executioner in our heads that says, "Well, that was stupid," and why did you do that, or why didn't you do that, or how come you ate so much, and oh God, you spent too much money, and why did you go out with the with the bad guy instead of the good guy, and you know, it's just on and on and on. And um, you know, I learned this from a couple of friends of mine, and and once her name is Karen, and she told me once, she said, I have only one rule in my life, I'm not allowed to beat myself up, no matter what. She said, when I was growing up, I had plenty of people beating me up, my parents, my brothers and sisters, kids at school, and then when I grew up, I just took over the job myself. I became my own worst critic, and she said, so at some point, I just decided to stop, and she told me this wonderful story how she made, she decided to get into shape, so she made a commitment to go to the gym. She got in her car, she drove to the gym, she parked her car, she got out, she looked in the window, saw all the skinny girls in their leotards, turned right around, got in her car, and drove home. And when she got home, she patted herself on the back and she said, good girl, you went to the gym. Wow, cool. Maybe next week you'll get in the door. But you went. You honored your commitment and you showed up. And that's the point, that's the foundation of everything else in the book is to give up. It doesn't help to beat yourself up. It just makes things worse. So give that up. Catch yourself doing something right and pat yourself on the back for it. Even if you only moved forward an inch, even if you only got to the window of the gym and looked in, at least you got that far. Acknowledge yourself for it.
3: Well, absolutely. Thank you so much. And I have to tell you, I love, I love your books Thank and I love you. what you write about. As a matter of fact, I, I get so inspirational just from the titles of your book, like, It's Never Too Late to Be What You Might Have Been. I, I mean, I, I read that title to myself and I thought, oh my gosh, let me think about what she's saying there just in the title. But the book that, that we're talking about today, Why Don't I Do the Things I Know? are good for me, you really nailed this in the beginning. And and you you clearly say there's no simple answer. There's no one answer. But why do we keep looking for that one magic
1: answer from that special guru? It's It's just how we are. It seems to be, here's the deal. We human beings, at least us Americans, I don't know about people in other countries, but here in America we seem to have... We know that something isn't working in our lives. You know, almost everybody has something that isn't working. Their money isn't working, or their weight isn't working, or their relationship isn't working. And we suspect, particularly women, we suspect that something's wrong with us. Something's wrong with us, and somebody out there has the answer. And if we can just find the right self-help book, the right guru, the right therapist, the right seminar, the right medication, that will live happily ever after. And we are relentless in this search for somebody else who has the answer. And what I say in the book is there are lots of people and books and seminars and gurus who have bits and pieces, but ultimately the answer is up to you. The answer is looking at, it goes back to the serenity prayer, looking for what you can change and doing that, and accepting what you can't change. Because if a, if a problem has no solution, it's not a problem. It's just a fact.
3: Oh, I love that. And I love that serenity prayer. As a matter of fact, I keep it very close to me to remind myself. Uh, because don't, don't you and I know, I mean, for us to kind of do the work we do, uh, especially taking ourselves publicly out in the world, we probably, probably have stepped pretty much in just about every pothole possible out there. Yes, ma'am. But you know, I don't know about you, but the bigger the pothole, the bigger the ladder. I find. What about you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I hadn't thought about it quite like that. But it, it's it's uh, that's true. It's that old saying about that which doesn't kill me makes me stronger. It does. That that there's nothing like. Uh, I think it was Mary Wallstonecraft who said that that nothing challenges the faculties like being forced to struggle with the world. That that's how we grow. That's we have to have something to push against um, to to grow, to blossom, to change. That that all of these adversities and challenges that we face, they're good for us in the long run. They're good for us.
3: We're going to talk about how absolutely great they are. They may not seem great when you're in the middle of them. Believe me, I know. Uh, And I know you know what I'm talking about. But we're going to talk about why we can move beyond these. The book is Why Don't I Do the Things I Know Are Good for Me. Very special guest today, B.J. Gallagher joining me here today. Let's take some of these small steps together. When we come back, we're going to be talking about some of the compelling reasons, some of the things we tell ourselves, and more importantly, What can we do, what can we do to actually understand self-esteem? Forget about bringing it back into our lives. What the heck is going on with that and the media? We'll be right back. Try the Greek God's Popular Honey Yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet Pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's Kefir Cheese Spread, great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Do you want to prosper
5: by working in harmony with the universe? Show host Madeline Gerwick offers the 2009 Good Timing Guide so you can know the divine plan of the day. This color-coded guide provides good timing for all your important actions. And the last books are on sale now. To order, call 877-524-8300. That's 877-524-8300. Or go to AskMadeline.com. That's
0: A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. Introducing the featured re-release of Cat James Grassroots' best-selling book, *The Truth About Beauty*: Transform Your Looks and Your Life from the Inside Out. *The Truth About Beauty* represents the most comprehensively researched and inspiring body and beauty guide to date. It's been called a masterpiece by New York Magazine's two-time Nutritionist of the Year, Oz Garcia, and a path to personal triumph by former Glamour publisher Suzanne Grimes. The re-released edition of this modern health and beauty classic features 40% new material, including James' long-awaited recipes from her acclaimed Total Transformation programs, plus her living formula for freedom from food obsession, state-of-the-art natural skin, supplement, and anti-aging strategies, and a natural product resource guide called Worth Its Weight in Gold by Marie Claire Magazine. If you're ready to get serious, get the truth about beauty and transform yourself today. Visit informedbeauty.com.
2: Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile.
3: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And for the first three of you that do call in or email me at info, I N F S and Frank O, at the Thomas, we've got a copy of this great book to give to you today. BJ Gallagher, my very special guest here. Why don't I do the things I know are good for me? And so part of the conversation is asking that question, but BJ actually answers that question. Um, BJ, before we get rolling here, would you mind giving folks your website so they could find out more about you and perhaps
1: even follow as they're listening to the show? Sure. My website is www.bjgallagher.com, and Gallagher is spelled G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R, bjgallagher.com. So uh,
3: I wanted to ask you a question about the format of the book because I I want, you know, you and I are going to get into this book here. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. the format really struck me, and I thought, wow, this is a book that you keep by your daily wake-up place, wherever that is, and you you just pull the nuggets. Tell our listeners
1: about the format and why you created it this way. I'll be happy to. Uh, It's very simple. The the first, the book is divided into three sections. The first section is the shortest section, and it's the section about that answers the question why. Why don't I do the things I go, know are good for me? Because I don't want to spend too much time on the problem. I want to spend most of the book on the solution. Uh, so I spend just a little bit of time on the problem—six or seven chapters about the various barriers. What are the causes that that keep us from taking good care of ourselves? Then the middle section is the real chunk of the book. There's fifty-two little short chapters that are a couple of pages each, and I designed it so that you just do one chapter a week. It's not even one chapter a day. It's just one chapter a week. Because what I know from research and from personal experience is that that change works best if you do it in little, small steps over a long period of time, as opposed to 30 days to instant success or... Seven days to Nirvana or whatever it is that 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 you know that just generally doesn't work very well. So they're a little short, two page, maybe three at the most, and you do one a week. so if you can if you can try one new behavior every day for a week and you find you like it, then you can keep doing it. And if you don't like it, you just go, "Oh, well, well, I didn't like that or that didn't work, and you just move on to the next one. and by the end of a year, you've got a whole new repertoire of self-care behaviors that have become habits. And then the third section, the final section of the book, is I think five or six chapters about, okay, now that I've made all these wonderful changes, how do I keep it going for the long haul? Because that's the $64,000 question. Anybody can change for a short period of time, but can you keep up the change for the long haul? And how do you make these into permanent positive self-care habits.
3: Well, and this is really what people are really longing for right now. They're, they're longing for, okay, I know my life is not working out the way I thought it would be, and I, I really love how folks are really getting that they can step in and take control of their lives to the point that they can I mean, I really think that this is, um, uh, this is actually an empowerment epidemic of sorts. I don't know that we've seen quite the number of people that are standing up and saying, I can, uh, ever. I mean, I, men and women and children and, you know, yesterday there was this young, young woman on there showing how much weight she lost. I mean, BJ, how do you explain this, this phenomena? I mean, do you see it as well or is it just kind of me?
1: No, I, I, I do see it and I think that things, like this come in waves. And uh, years ago I did, when I was in college, I did some research about autobiography. And there are certain periods in time when autobiography flourish, and there's other times in history when they languish, when there aren't a lot of autobiographies written. And I think that what you're pointing to is, is along the same lines, that when our institutions break down or fall apart or lose their credibility, People have nowhere to look for answers but to themselves. And so they stop looking outside for their answers. They stop looking to church. They stop looking to government. They stop looking to family. They stop looking to Wall Street, certainly. And never in my lifetime have all these social institutions fallen apart all at once. And so there's there's no place else to go. We're all thrown back on our own devices and we realized that, oh, we were worshiping gods who had clay feet. We were worshiping gods that weren't worthy of being worshiped. I'm going to go figure this out for myself. And the whole, even the political climate, that yes, we can, boy, if that is an empowerment mantra, if that isn't people reclaiming government, reclaiming power, reclaiming the future of their country, going, we're tired of letting these other people run things they have run us right into the ground, the bankers, the Wall Street guys, the government officials. That they have run us right into the ground, and by God, we're going to take back control of our lives individually and collectively.
3: Wow, I, think well, I love the way you it. just said that because one of the things that that I, I one of the great things that I see in this book, and there are several, is you know you ask us to notice what we're doing, um, you, you know you really say it, j- just notice what you do. And what you don't do, don't try to change anything, just notice. That is such a very interesting approach. Just notice it. And we come from a society, BJ, don't you think, where we want to fix it. We can't, we're almost compelled. It's like, you, you know, how do I just notice it and not fix it? Well, how can you help us simply notice it and not try to get the big tool kit out or the jackhammer to try to fix it. And, and a lot of times we don't even know how to fix it. Exactly.
1: Well, that, that's my point is, you know, you've you spent so much time trying to fix something, I would use the Dr. Phil question like, how's that working for you? <laughs> if it's not working for you, let's try something else. It comes back to that old cliche that everybody's heard, that which you resist persists. And so uh, the way to change is not to do battle with something. The way to change is not to say, well, by God, I'm going to change that, because chances are you're setting yourself up to fail. If you could have changed it, you would have done it by now. You would have done it by now. So what I'm proposing here is a softer, gentler, easier way to love yourself into those changes rather than try to beat yourself into those changes.
3: And, boy, we're really good at that. You know, I I was getting ready for today's show and really looking forward to speaking with you. And I don't know why this image came into my mind, but there is a Jim Carrey movie. Gosh, and I don't even remember what it is. It might have been Liar, Liar. And there's a scene in the movie that I actually don't like. Uh, but a scene in the movie where he goes in the bathroom and he physically hurts himself mm-hmm. um, you know it's really it's a, it's i think it's a, a terrible scene and the movie i think did well but this scene really got to me and i don't know why this morning i all of a sudden had that image because i haven't watched that movie in a gazillion years but i was reading your book and i thought we do that to ourselves we may not do it physically But I don't think we know, BJ, that we are doing it. How do we address the issue of patterns of, what should I say, patterns of not caring for ourselves so that the subliminal aspects of this get
1: addressed? I'll tell you what, what, I can only share what I've been taught and what, and what works for me. And the basic principle This is going to sound really corny, but the basic principle is, is simply love, love in all of its forms. And, 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 and here's the story behind that. About seven years ago, I got a dog, my first dog ever. I'd always been a cat person, and I finally decided to go get a dog. I got a puppy. I was walking her one day. A neighbor pulled up in his car, and we started talking. And I told him I was gonna, I had enrolled the dog in dog training, in obedience classes. And he smiled very gently and he said to me, that's great. Just remember one thing. Dogs respond best to training with love. Just Mm. like people. Mm. And his words have echoed in my mind ever since. I will forever be grateful to this man. He was just a neighbor. He's a house painter. He also happens to be a very spiritual man. But when he said, dogs respond best to training with love just like people, that simple sentence turned me around. I stopped beating myself up. Mm. And so when I find myself doing something that's not in my best interest, whether it's overeating or overspending or oversleeping or overworking or, you know, I tend to be a compulsive person. So, you know, I sometimes joke when when I was a baby, my very first word was more. <laughs> it wasn't mom or daddy. It was more. And so I, I tend to overdo things. And and I know this about myself. And so when I find myself doing that, I go, Oh, sweetheart, you're doing it again. Isn't that It's just kind of how you are, isn't it? Well, let's turn off the computer and let's go take a nap. And so I've learned to speak to myself like I speak to my darling dog. I would never kick my dog. I would never hurt my dog. I would never mm-hmm. yell and scream and tell my dog she's stupid. And she isn't the brightest dog in the world, but she's she's worthy of love and compassion and gentleness. So when she starts to get into something I don't want her to get into, I'll go, "No, no, honey, you know, we'll do that later. That you know, leave that pile of stuff alone. We're going to go over here." Or, "No, no, no, out of the street, honey. There's a car coming. Let's go over here." And I speak to her with gentleness and love, and I've learned through working with her to treat myself and other people the same way. What a
3: great. I'll tell you that's going to be with me. I'm going to be talking about on that on radio all day today. Sure. Hey everybody, BJ Gallagher in the house. Why don't I do the things I know are good for me? When we come back, we're going to be talking about fake it till you make it. What does that mean? How does it fit in to doing the things that we truly want to do? All of that with BJ when we get back. If you want to find out more about the Dr. Patcho, very easy www.thedrpatshow.com www.thedrpatshow.com or just zip in at drpatlive.com We'll be right back with Faking It Till We All Make It Stay tuned guys, I heard you talking about the Ageless Secret. You've got to try it. Just a few sprays of the light mist and my face feels tighter and smoother. The longer I've been using it, the better my results have become. You're going to absolutely love it. So go to agelesssecret.com or call 888-424-4247. That's agelesssecret.com or give them a shout at 888-424-4247 and get some now.
4: Would you like one of the most rewarding sales jobs of your life? The Dr. Patcho has rapidly grown into the number one radio show to live by. The Dr. Pat Show is hailed for its remarkable guests, sponsors with integrity, and amazing listeners. Dr. Pat is in search of a creative, self-starting, energetic person to join the marketing team. If you're interested in helping promote and sustain the Dr. Pat Show, please submit your resume to pat at thedrpatshow.com. Again, that's pat at thedrpatshow.com. This is your opportunity to make a difference in your community and the world.
5: The search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message, waiting to choose your product or service. Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mindful thinking. Living life full out. Have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show. Join the buzz. Be the buzz. Let the Dr. Pat Show talk radio to thrive by. Be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services. To sponsor the Dr. Pat Show, call Dr. Pat at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Let our success be your success.
6: Visit performancevelocity.com and start getting results now.
5: Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and I want to help you become financially free. Go to my website, secretsofthemillionaireinside.com, and you'll find my book that just became a bestseller, passing up Susie Orman and Rich Dad Poor Dad. And when you buy my book today, you're going to get four eBooks, all for the price of one. Plus, I'm going to throw in six CD downloads, absolutely free, when you buy my book today. Go to my website,
2: secretsofthemillionaireinside.com. Secretsofthemillionaireinside.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili.
3: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. You know, I love, I love having BJ on the show. This book is hot. 11 days hot. Eleven's like my favorite number. This is 11 days hot. Why don't I do the things I know are good for me? Wow. I mean, all you need to do is hear the title and you're saying, okay, sister, that book is for me. BJ Gallagher, my very special guest and the author of this book and a best-selling author and someone that goes out face-to-face with people, and helps folks live life full out, as I like to put it. BJ, let's give out some information about, first of all, how people can get the book and how they can find out more about you and what the heck you are up
1: to. Oh, thank you. Well, the book is available in all the stores. It's in Barnes & Noble. It's in your local independent bookstore. I love to support the local bookstores, you know. Keep those, keep those folks in business. Um, if you don't have a local bookstore, you live out in the woods someplace, um, it's always available on Amazon, and um, it's 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 everywhere right now. It just came out 11 days ago, so it 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 should be in every bookstore in the country, and it's it's certainly available on Amazon as well. If people want to contact me, my website is www.bjgallagher.com, and of course, I have the book on my website too. Um, but there's lots of other places to get it.
3: Fake it till you make it, BJ. Yes, ma'am. Okay. You know, I want to talk about that because a lot of times when folks do that, then they feel guilty they're doing I mean, this is an interesting phenomenon. And so fake it till you make it the way that you describe it, it really is guilt and shame free. Because sometimes when folks fake it, and believe me, I've had to do a lot of this, you know, in order to even think about uh, reaching people on radio, mm-hmm. but it's not like you're lying to yourself, and yet we've grown up with so many principles, a lot of them, you know, embedded in religious belief, mm-hmm. that say you can't do that, that's a lie. How do you explain this in the book, and you
1: really make a point that this is important? Well, well it is, and it, it, it's, it's actually very old wisdom, it's, it's not original with me, Shakespeare wrote it in a play uh, called Hamlet, and Hamlet's advice to his mother was, and I'm going to paraphrase Shakespeare. You know, he's probably going to roll over in his grave. If thou hast not the virtue, adopt the behavior, and the virtue will follow. And basically, what he's saying, and what I'm saying, and fake it till you make it, it it gets back to a principle that psychologists have a fancy word for. It's called cognitive dissonance. And what that says is that what we know about human behavior is that attitude and behavior must agree for the individual to feel congruent, to feel in integrity, to feel comfortable within themselves. If they're not in alignment, if you say one thing and do another, it causes discomfort, psychic, emotional discomfort. You feel this tension like, oh, God, I said one thing but I did something else. Well, we can make that work for us. So if you want to change something, if you change the behavior, what will happen is the attitude will either, the attitude has no choice but to follow if you keep up the behavior, or either that or the behavior will slip back and then you'll be back in congruence again. But it's it's using what we know about the human mind to bring about the change you want. I'll give you an example. Okay. Last year, I decided to do an experiment. Whenever anybody says, how are you, I say, great, even if I'm not. If I'm depressed or I'm sad or I'm not feeling good, I just I still say, great, how are you, BJ? I'm great. And you know what I've noticed since I've been doing that? I haven't gotten sick. I'm in a better mood. I rarely have a bad day. I feel energetic. I've got more money coming in. It's like I said I was great, and I'm just going to make sure that happens. I'm just going to make sure that happens. And so my life shows up as great. It's, I'm a big advocate of experiments. Try little changes and see how they work, and if you like the results, keep them.
3: Well, and this is really part of being able to get up And you know, pretend your shoes are polished. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's one of my little. You know, (laughs) I wake up, I go to bed the night before, and I say I've got to polish my shoes. And you know, I wake up the next day and I go about my busy schedule, and I put on my shoes, and I realize my shoes are not polished. (laughs) And and I do. I mean, think about this. I'm going out in public, and I realize my shoes are not polished. I don't have to get. I don't have time to get them polished. And in order for me to shake that off. I actually have to pretend that my shoes are polished, or else I'm looking down at my feet 24-7. Right. That's just, I, I mean, it may be right. simple. People right. may be thinking, oh, there's something wrong with Dr. Pat here today. But it's a really <laughs> good example of how we can become obsessed with something that is just absolutely
1: meaningless in a lot of ways, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and also I live here in Los Angeles, which is <laughs> the home of Hollywood. And the, the motto in Hollywood is never let them see you sweat. That, that you wanna, you wanna show up as if you're an actor or an actress in your life. Mm -hmm. They don't need, other people don't need to know that inside you feel like a bowl of jello. You're quivering, you're shaking, oh I'm so scared, I'm so insecure. You wanna act as if you have all the confidence in the world and go out and make your life happen. And it will happen, because nobody knows what you're feeling inside, they only see What's happening on the outside? So that fake it till you make it or never let them see you sweat, it will take you to all sorts of wonderful places, and, yes, it will be scary. And, yes, you won't die from it. You'll, you'll live. You'll thrive. Well, and this is really why you
3: do what you do and why I do what I do. I mean, the show is called Talk Radio Thrive by. Listeners named the show. More recently now, they're referring to, isn't this really fun? That we have listeners that want yes. to participate. Yes. Um, the vibe of Thrive. That doesn't mean BJ that I don't wake up some days as the crustiest broad as my as my <laughs> grandma would say. <laughs> my grandma would say the crustiest broad on the face of the earth. Yeah, but that's not the deal. I mean, there are things you refer to in this book and small chunks of it that make a difference for example balance your checkbook let's talk about money because we've we've not really oh, talked about it one. directly but we need to this is not dinner so we can
1: talk about money <laughs> absolutely you know and money is the last taboo people will talk about incest they'll talk about drug addiction they'll talk about their failed marriages they'll talk about their eating disorders nobody wants to talk about money it's the, it's the last taboo. And so we really need to bring money out of the closet and make it okay to talk about it. And so, and the whole concept of self-care, it isn't just taking care of your body. It's balancing your checkbook. It's washing your car. It's telling the truth about the, the, the men in your life or the women in your life. Um, it's about who you spend time with. It's about spiritual resources. Self-care is, Is global and money is a part of that. So one of the, one of the assignments in the book is balance your checkbook this week. If you, if you want to know what's important to you, look at your checkbook register. If you want to know what your values are, look at your checkbook register or your credit card statement that comes every month. You know, I, I I did this exercise once. A friend of mine had me. She said, make a list of all the things you want to be, do, and have in your life. And I did that. And then she said, now make a list of where you spend your money. And I was shocked that things like, oh, I want to go to Ireland and mm-hmm. I want to do this and I want to do that, I don't spend my money on those things. I spend my money on a new pair of shoes, a, a, a new blouse or, you know, some little tchotchke for the house or something. And I think, oh, my financial behavior is totally out of alignment with what I say is important to me. I'm out of integrity. But if I don't look at my money, I'll never know that. So being able to look at it, talk about it, share it with other people, take the, you know, the mystery and the stigma out of money, it's just, it's just a tool to help us get what we want to be, do, and have in our lives.
3: You know, I, I want to I I want to finish this conversation about money here before we go to break because you know there are so many people talking about it, but very few people talking about it that would enable people to get rid of the guilt and shame and and uh, and you know honestly, as much as I love what Susie Orman says and I've you know I've written read her books and so forth, I don't think people right now need to be told that they're, they're making a mistake or they've made a mistake in doing A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. If I go back to what you said about your puppy, mm-hmm. that place of love must apply to everything. I, am, I, I agree. am I right
1: with that, BJ? I agree. And, and, and you know, I have a similar problem with Susie, and she's very smart. But she yells at people. She scolds mm-hmm. people. She barks at people. And I just don't think human beings, uh, change that way. I don't think, we don't need more scolding. We need love and support and yes, you screwed up your money. Okay, welcome to the human race. Mm-hmm. We have all made tons. There, I, uh, you know, there are very few people out there I know who haven't made plenty of mistakes with their money. We're, you know, we're, we're where were we going to learn that stuff? So we did the best we could. And we start today. You know, the past is past. Let it go. Don't weep about it. Don't carry on. Start with whatever you've got to work with today and go from here. It ties into the other book. It's never too late to accumulate money. It's never too late to have a new financial goal. It's never too late to earn, uh, no matter how old you are. And so, you know, again, I think we need to love ourselves into financial success not scold ourselves or guilt and shame on each other. You know, I I just, I've done enough of that in my life. I don't do that anymore.
3: I don't do it anymore. As a matter of fact, I don't even pay that sucker forward to anybody (laughs) I just, yep it's time sometimes we got to knock that crust off and keep it off when we come back very special guest today this book is so cool why don't I do the things I know are good for me BJ Gallagher my very special guest when we come back we're going to talk about the God box what is the God box and why does BJ tell us to make one you're listening to the Dr. Pat show this is talk radio to thrive by and again for more information about us, just go check us out, www.thedrpatchhow.com. Sign up for the newsletter, and you'll be able to find out all about DJ way in advance, all of the links you could possibly want, and what we give away on each and every show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
4: Hi, this is Mark Victor Hansen, and you know me for the chicken soup for the soul. But right now, I want to tell you that you've got to listen to my friend, Dr. Pat. If you want insights that are out of sight, if you want to go to the next level in your life, you keep listening to this show because she is so kind and generous that she even lets me recommend my website, markvictorhansen.com. And if you go there, we want to give you goodies. But Pat is giving you the goodies of a bigger, better mind-brain complex so you can get results that have results that are residual, so you get to have money freedom, time freedom, spiritual freedom, relationship freedom, and go to the highest level, which she's teaching you, which is your genius freedom.
6: Are you living your life to the max? Is there anything you would like to change about how you feel or what you're experiencing? You can have anything you want. An empowerment psychic, Linda Dickinson, can show you the way. Living your life to the max is more than a catchphrase. It's what we intended when we came into this life. Empowerment Psychic Medium, Linda Dickinson, online at InMyFuture.com. For private sessions, call 800-206-9096. Live your life to the max.
0: Learn how to help people deal with loss and the grieving process. The new online certificate in bereavement studies at the Center for Integrative Health focuses on the spiritual, cultural, and workplace aspects of loss. Completely online, the one-course-per-month format allows you to complete the certificate in as little as nine months and earn graduate credit from a regionally accredited institution. Financial aid is available. Visit CenterForIntegrativeHealth.org for the National University Systems Center for Integrated Health. That's CenterForIntegrativeHealth.org. Have you
5: signed up for the Dr. Pat Show newsletter? Are you feeling stuck, heavy, or crusted over in some part of your life? Have you lost your spark? Would you like help realizing your dream? Do you know what you want? Call Dr. Pat Vasily, certified career and belief coach, who wants to help you stop those negative thoughts that keep you running in circles. This award-winning author and researcher, Dr. Pat Vasili, brings a powerful, innovative approach to helping individuals live life full out. Call 206 523 5522 for a free consultation. That's 206 206- five two three five five two two find out about upcoming guests current promotions events and information go to the drpatshow.com that's the drpatshow.com and sign up now
2: welcome back to the dr. Pat show with dr. Pat Basili. now back to the program here's dr. Pat Basili.
3: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I want to thank you all for joining us here today. As I said before, if you want to sign up for a newsletter, find out what we have going on. We're also getting ready to roll out the 2010 Holistic Makeover, um, and we're sharing the extraordinary journeys right now of eight women, a four-month journey. They've transformed their lives from the inside out and they all have pay-it-forward projects, are helping others. Some of them have created leadership forums, some of them websites, businesses. The point is, you can create the change. B.J. Gallagher, joining us here today, addresses this in a brilliant way. So if you didn't get to be part of the makeover, you can get this book, Why Don't I Do the Things I Know Are Good For Me. Uh, B.J., Thank you so much for joining us here today. Oh, you're I, welcome. I am so enjoying this. We I do. want to ask you, we've talked about a lot, but we really haven't talked about everything in the book. I do, however, want to get to the, the place in the book where you talk about the God box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. I love it. Thank uh, you. and it's And we're really not talking about God in the box, you know, per se. <laughs> <laughs> Just just hope we're really clear about
1: this. <laughs> well, well, you know, I think spirituality is a big part of, of self-care. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's probably the cornerstone that, um, and 98% of Americans say they believe in God. So most people have, the vast majority of people have a spiritual life. But sometimes we feel like we don't know how to how, we, how to contact God or how to reach God mm-hmm. or we, we, we forget. I saw this wonderful bumper sticker. I think I'm going to make it into a book title. It said, if God is your co-pilot, switch seats. And I love that because it's about, well, who's, in, who's running your life? Are you running your life? Or I love that. Or are you trusting God to run your life? I love that. Yeah, I love It'd that. A minute to I thought, get it, it's about living that. the surrendered life. And the surrendered life doesn't mean you sit back and do nothing. It means that you align yourself with your spiritual source, whatever you call it, the goddess or infinite intelligence or god or whatever you call it, that you align your life with the spiritual principles that you believe in and your life works much better. And one of the ways to do that is to make a god box where you can put things that are too big for you to handle or you can put your anger and resentment. And and here's how it works. You simply... Um, get a cardboard box, or or make a box, or or you know it could be a jar. It doesn't have to be a box. In my case, it's a uh, my current god box is a is a carved out gourd, a, a beautiful painted gourd that somebody made, and it's all lined with tie dye velvet. And you know, being a middle aged hippie, I like that. But you know, I used to have just a regular cardboard box with a slit in the lid, and I, you take a piece of a small piece of paper, you write down whatever is bothering you, you're, ang- you're angry with someone or you're resentful or you're fearful or you're full of rage or whatever it is, you write it down on a piece of paper, fold it up, say a prayer, and then put that in the God box, and in that act, you're turning it over to God. You're saying, God, please take this away. I don't want to carry this around with me. I'm really angry with this person, and I don't want to carry it around all day. So here, you take it, and you put it in the God box, and then you just go about your day. Mm. And you can put negative things like fears and anger and resentment, and you could put positive things too, like, oh, God, you know, I'd really love a wonderful spouse. I'd really love great health. I'd really love financial abundance. And you write that down on a piece of paper, say a little prayer, put it in your God box, and then go about your day. It's just, it's, it's a physical way of helping to stay connected to your source.
3: I'm actually going to put one in the office here because I love this. That's a that's you know, fabulous I'm, idea. I'm, an I'm office going to share God this box. with, the, you know, the team. One of the things that you say in this chapter of the book is, and I want to read the quote because it's an anonymous quote, but it's brilliant. Um, it says, you can tell the size of your God By looking at the size of your worry list, the longer your list, the smaller your God. Yeah. What does that mean to you? I know what it means to me, but how would you explain that to our listeners, BJ?
1: Um, Well, it gets back to another adage that I like that says, um, if you pray, don't worry. And if you worry, don't pray. That if you, you know, who's in charge of the universe? You or God? That when you're worrying, you think you're in charge of things. And that you you, you think that somehow by worrying about it, you can fix it or, or, or make it better. And my experience and the experience of millions of other people is that God runs the universe. My worrying doesn't make anything better at all. So why don't I just let God do his or her job and let God run the universe and 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 stop worrying? Just trust that, that God's taken care of. There's, I've discovered that life falls into three categories. There's my business, God's business, and none of my business. And that that what's my business is actually very small. It's very small. It's, you know, what I do with my day-to-day life, my, my business, my, you know, taking care of my body and stuff like that. The, what my neighbors are doing, what the, you know, the people around the corner are doing, all that sort of stuff. What the economy is doing, I can't control the economy. I can't control the economy. I can only control my economy, and so it's really uh, turning all that that worry, that wasted energy, over to God and letting God handle it. And it's surprising how happy you can be when you let God do His job. Well, this is why
3: I, I this is why I say to everybody listening to this show. This is a book you're going to want to put by your bedside or your day side, whatever that is. However you however you read things and take them in, you know, BJ. This has been absolutely amazing. I, I hope you will come back and join me some other time that oh, I'm I'd live. Love you. You, you know, we're doing 13 hours of live radio. I hope you will consider coming back and 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 having this conversation again. This has been amazing. What would be your personal message for folks today?
1: My personal message for folks today would be the one we started with. I would come full circle and say, if you have no other rule for your life, the rule should be you're not allowed to beat yourself up. You're not allowed to beat yourself up. And remember what my neighbor said, that that dogs respond best to training with love just like people. So if you're looking to make change in your life, Make those changes with love. Love yourself into good health. Love yourself into prosperity. Love yourself into a fabulous family. Um, you know that that's the only power there is. Love.
3: BJ Gallagher, my very special guest today. Give out your website again, BJ. I want everybody to be going over there, checking it out, and getting a copy of the book.
1: Thank you. Well, it's www.bjgallagher.com, and Gallagher is spelled. G A L L A G H E R.
3: Thank you so much for joining us, BJ. What a Thank great you. conversation. I, loved it. I want to mention to everyone that I love what I do. And I don't always know how to go about doing it, BJ. And I've said this to you offline. But I, what I know is that when we are at that place of passion and purpose, and forget purpose, let's just talk passion, because passion is emotion in action. When we're at that place of passion, things start to get clear. They also start to get murky. Remember what BJ said today. Fake it till you make it. Head on right in to your joy and your bliss. We'll see you next time on the Dr. Pat Show.
2: Listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Radio to Thrive By. To contact Dr. Pat, visit the Tune in next Thursday for another
1: dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili.